the RPG Show presents On the sun-scorched wastelands of Arathis, city-states abound, holding wealth beyond compare. Massive merchant houses move vast airship fleets with enough goods to buy kingdoms. Pirates using fast-moving craft strike quickly and without warning. The Iron Armada Mercenary Company, designed to end this infestation, wields a force with the power to level cities. However, as the sky burns and stars fall, a new threat emerges, one that will shake the very bones of this world beneath the shadow of the Iron Armada. Hi, and welcome back to The RPG Show Presents. This is a little, uh, this is sort of the off topics where we sit down, play a little game of Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, who knows, whatever. Um, currently, our DM is Glenn, and last time, our heroes narrowly escaped a demonic rainstorm of some kind, and then immediately at the gate were attacked by pirates. Will the action slow down? We'll find out next. Okay, with me today... Let's just go around the table. I got my buddy Nick. How you doing, man? Doing good. Fantastic. How you doing? I'm. I'm. I. It's been a long day. Um, to his uh virtual right. I'm not gonna make the joke again. I'm just gonna leave it there. Uh, is uh Daniel? Oh fuck! There goes the train. That might as well be the second co-host right there. That goddamn train. We got Daniel Jordan, man. How you doing? Uh, could be better. Thank you, bro. Uh, you're welcome. And. Keep on going down the table. We have Marcus. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great. Awesome, awesome, fantastic. Uh, then we have our DM, Glenn Landrum. How you doing, buddy? Choo choo, motherfuckers. Of course, of course. Choo choo. Hope everybody can hear my dog taking a very loud drink of water. And uh, well, without too much further ado, yeah, guys. Um, we sort of there was demon rain and. Then we flew away, and then the pirates attacked, and we rescued our friends, and now we have allies of some kind. We got some loots and a chest, and we're supposed to rest up, according to our uh, our great robot overlord. So, where are we at now, Glenn? Take it away. Take it away. All right. You guys are flying across the desert. Woo! Okay. So. All right, go. You continue. You do things. Altair looks at you guys and like, all right, we're a few minutes out from the base. You guys get ready to land. However, you guys do not see anything out there. It is just nothing but bleak, flat desert. Okay. Is it like, is it like a like dry clay desert or is it like sandy desert? Sand. We're talking sand here. Sand dunes and all sorts of good stuff. All right. Are there any any um, dune worms? Any sandworms? Not yet. Okay. All right. Uh, so. Uh, all right. Okay. One of the bridge bunnies looks up and goes, hey, we're getting a communication here from one of our bases, but I'm not seeing anything on the sensors. Altair goes, we'll put them on speaker. IA Hunting Eagle, this is Hidden Oasis coming in. Are you there? Altair goes, yep, we're here. Permission to land? That's correct. Go ahead and move to uh, platform one. Out on the view screen, you see a giant... Like a hinge in the desert opening up as the sand starts flowing away from it, revealing a massive underground base. Yay, underground base. <laughs> you land, and everyone climbs out, and immediately greeted by a team of people who take Altair to go make them 
all better and repaired and stuff. And you are greeted by one Captain James James T. Burke. All right. Uh, what do I know about Captain uh, James D. Burke? He's one of the higher-ranking captains in the Armada, and he just got assigned a new ship. But no one. It's kind of been one of those hush-hush projects. Is, is, does, does the T stand for uh, Tiberio? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, parody. All right, continue. Yep. Got it. Anyway, you know he's been assigned to a new project, but no one really knows. It's one of those hush-hush things. Mm-hmm. But across the hangar, you see a giant warship, the likes of which you have never seen before. All right. But it looks like it is currently being worked on. Um, can I... Uh... Do I have to? Can I roll like some sort of arcana check to see if I notice anything immediately uh, that stands out? Would that would be like new, like something history check? That would be a history check. Yeah. For, for Magitech. All right. For the design of a ship, yes. Yeah, but not when it's Magitech. All right, that's fine. I'm not gonna. That's fine. Let me find my character sheet. Because like, if you're like, this it's is got something a, anyone can roll history on if they want. It, if it's got like a Death Star ray on it, I want to know. All right. Uh, I'm rolling history. I have a bonus for history. All right, I got a twenty-six. All right, Marcus, do you want to roll? Um, how would I roll for history? You would roll a d. Oh, right, that's right. He hasn't done a skill check yet. All right. Yep. Uh, essentially, you're going to roll a d twenty, and then if you look at your list of skills on your character sheets, you see how they have a number next to them. You'll roll a d twenty and add that number. Okay. Pretty simple. And a roll, we just do the backslash roll thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Roll the 26. There we go. Wow. Anyone else? You nerd. All right. Well, both of you recognize that this is no normal ship. It does not have the main cannons that normally are going to be equipped on a vessel this large and has an absurdly large amount of point defense turrets. It also seems to have a lot more boarding launchers than is normal. What is a boarding launcher? Uh, It's how you guys get around. Um, they're like little drop pods that get launched into enemy ships. Well, do you do you ask do you ask that in character? I don't know. Does he know what a, a boarding pod is? Like, does he have experience with that? It should be relatively recognizable. Okay, all right. He all might right. not be able to tell like the exact model, but he knows what they are. Okay, I didn't know. Like, if that was like a Iron they, Armada fleet, been, unique they've thing. They've been common enough. Okay, all right, all right, got it. We're common enough. Yeah, it's like recognizing that the guns on the Iowa class battlecruiser are or battleship are giant ass cannons without knowing the exact diameter and stuff. Or not or like seeing like the life rafts hanging off the side of a shift and knowing their life rafts. Exactly. Got it. Okay. That's that's all I needed. Oh, and Brent, you still have that crystal in your inventory, right? Uh the one I took off the cannon? Yeah, you should still have that, right? No, I used that as part of the explosive to blow up another engine. Uh, I thought you took a souvenir on your way out. Of which, no, I'm pretty sure I used it as part of my detonator on the last engine, but uh, sure, I kept it. Okay. All right. So, sure. Mr. Captain Burke comes up to you. Okay. And he says, we're getting some serene dreaming. Have any of you picked up anything odd lately? Uh, could you sort of, uh, I mean, if you mean like weird demony things raining down from the the sky, that would certainly be odd readings. No, we're getting like strange energy readings that are interfering with the engines here. Mm, should I check my readouts? 
No need. He gestures to one of his aides, and they walk up with a strange-looking device. He begins to point it to each person, and when it points to you, it suddenly beeps very, very fast. I see. Do you have anything strange on you that you might have picked up recently? Uh, and I just start, um, like, sort of pulling through my, like, because, you know, I have all this shit on me. Like, I start grabbing, like, well, there's this, and I, like, put a satchel on the ground. It's probably got, like, some weird cogs in it, and then I'm like... Well, there's this, and I open it up, and there's just like sanded. I'm like, where the fuck did that thing get to? And I kind of like pat around. I'm like, well, hope it doesn't bite anybody. Um, then I'm like grabbing around, and I finally, I guess, I get to the the crystal, and I'm like, well, there's this, and I hold that out. As you pull it out, the beeping device suddenly becomes a solid tone. Boom. Oh, there it is. All right, we got to take this away. Nope. Dip, 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 dip. What are you doing? It could be dangerous. Uh, and? And it could kill everyone here if we do not find out where it's from. Um, it could also kill you right now if you try to take it from my friend. Well, that's not necessary. Uh, the, well, the, clearly um, the laws of trophy taking in the uh, handbook, uh, that's chapter 30, section B, if I remember correctly, says I'm, I'm entitled to whatever I take off an enemy vessel. Captain Burke sighs and shakes his head. Look. Give me that crystal now, and I'll let you name the next ship. I just don't even think about it. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> he takes it very ginger- gingerly, turns to his other aides, and puts it into a device that looks like a clear sphere with a band of brass running around it. Okay. They quickly head off, and Burke is like, well, you guys have been through a lot, so go go to head to the bunks to get some rest. Food's uh, on us. Hold on. Where can I fill out the paperwork for naming the ship? We'll get to that in a little bit. Well, that's not fair. All right, fine. All right. You said food? Yep. Down the hall to your right. Take the next right and to your left. Sure. Okay. I'll just, uh, I'm going to go this way. And I obviously go the wrong way. Once again, shaking his head, he follows the aid with the strange crystal. So, uh, like, I sort of walk over to, to Nikolai and I'm like, why does nobody want to talk about the weird demon things? I have I have no idea. You would think that uh, they would be more concerned about demon army, sky, you know, shit falling down, but... Uh, Probably guess they're classified. I mean, do you reckon they know something and they're not telling us? Of course they do. Well, doesn't that bother you? No, I'm, I'm here to kill things. Doesn't make you this the the slightest bit curious. I think it's very curious. Gotta find out what they're hiding. I mean, I'm curious on how to best kill them. That's about it. So to feel like I turn to the other two, I'm like, uh, you wouldn't like. All right, so I know you're on like the whole capture capture pirate thing, um, but uh, let me just um, yeah, beforehand. Was there any sort of, like, weird thing that happened? Do you remember anything weird? What do you mean about weird? Um, perhaps a hailstorm of, uh, demonic influence? I mean, I honestly don't know. They took my, uh, my soul out, my soul crystal out, and that was the last thing I remember, and that was our, I wasn't even loaded on the ship at that point. Okay, alright. Uh, and, uh, you? I sort of like point to nothing abnormal about the pirates that attacked us. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I guess I I guess they're handling it 
if we're needed for that mission, I guess it just seems a little important that more people would be talking about it. But anyway, I guess uh, we're we should we should really get something to eat because I know I'm starving. The best explanation I can think of is that they are trying to keep the populace from being fearful. It's nothing is more dangerous than people who are afraid and going on riots and all that crap. So it's best to keep them under control. Okay, I guess I guess it makes sense to somebody. The bureaucracy of it really kills me. Uh, they probably won't even let me name that ship. Like it'll probably just somebody will lose the paperwork, but whatever. I guess like I didn't think the crystal was that great anyway. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them if you hadn't given it to them that they would eventually track you down and just kill you in your sleep and take it anyway. Ah, oh, that's not their style. They wouldn't kill me. Oh, because you're so important. Well, obviously. You and I were just grunts. They just don't know it yet. Because me and you, buddy, uh, we're obviously better than half these schlubs. And you know it. I know it. I mean, I knew something was off when they had me climb on the outside of the ship to bang on the weapon systems to open it up at mid-flight. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's go get some grub, guys. And I sort of head off towards the, the cafeteria. But the correct way this time. But I don't need... Okay. Well, you want to just kind of like... You can sit there while we eat. You're welcome to go be by yourself in the bunk. But I figured, you know, you'd like no, to... No, no, I don't mind you know, spending time with you guys seeing as, you know, it's, it's all new experience to me. All right. That's, look, man, I think I think we'll we'll get along. So uh, what sort of uh, uh, classification are you? Classification? Uh, most uh, Warforged make, have some sort models. of make and model, uh, if you were to put it in layman's terms. Oh, I'm a, uh, a grappler class, for, built specifically for bodyguarding. That sounds almost like you're making it up. I mean... No, no, not at all. Uh, in fact, the, my primary function, I was originally a bodyguard for a wealthy family, and then they pay... Uh, I grew up poor... And then they paid my family a gratuitous amount of money to have me indentured for life. And the next thing I know, they put my soul in a crystal, and here I am. You must have been really good at bodyguarding for someone to put that kind of money in there. Absolutely. Well, I will take your word for it. I uh, I don't get to experience uh, models outside the other uh, Imperial classes very often, so I would like to... Uh, it's more of an underground model for uh, private parties, not so much in... Uh, in the Imperial class. Well, I would definitely like a chance to check out their engineering if you ever, you know, are inactive and don't mind me poking and prodding you with weird utensils. Anyway, um, mess halls next right. It's getting oddly homoerotic. <laughs> um, oh, wait, next left. All right, and then I and open up into the... You want to describe the... What does the cafeteria look like? Is it big? Is it little? Like... Uh, it's about medium size. You can see quite a few crew members, including some of the IA who are all off in their, I mean, the uh, Hunting Eagle, who are all off in their little own corner. Uh, it's modestly furnished. Like, it wouldn't be out of place in a standard military cafeteria. Mm -hmm. And the food looks decent, if not exactly uh, varied. Okay. All right. Um, so, I guess uh, I sort of go get a plate of grub and uh, sit down at the at a table uh, next to any of the uh, IA folk, if there's room. All right, and Crash, they have recharged crystals available for you. Ooh. 
Oh, well, there you go. See, they had they had you, they had you just in mind. Where could I find some mead? No mead, unfortunately. Yeah, no. Just standard beer. That stuff's too expensive, yo. No, they don't well, have, have the, to suffice. They don't have the facilities to engineer that to have the bees in order to make the mead. It does require a bit of honey. Well, do they have honey? You can make some honey in there. Don't worry about it. Just nope. get you something and come to the table. I, I have a little something for you. All right. Well, I go over to the me the mess line and just grab a plate and just he uh, heap like as much protein on it as I possibly can. Just everything that's protein based. Throw it on there, and then head head to a table. All right. All right. <laughs> I guess uh, I, I sit alone. By the way, that's good. That's I, I guess I'm used to that at this point. Like you just kind of sit over there by yourself or whatever. And I'm like, uh, don't worry about him. Uh, that'll take him a day to complete anyway. So. Uh, they, I guess everybody, if anybody sits, I guess if uh, Hydarnes sits down next to me, uh, I go, um, I know you want a little mead, but just you can just put this in there. It'll, it, it flavors it. I, I found that this uh, military-grade beer is pretty flavorless, and I pull out this little brownish-green crystal and kind of slide it over. It's 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 pretty atrocious looking like I'm not gonna lie it's probably got a little sand on it a little dirt maybe a little blood and guts from the fighting because I just pull it out of a pouch and I'm like yeah you just crush it and mix it in and it tastes just like meat I promise so I grab the crystal and uh, crush it up and put the powder in my beer take a sip and smile at jerk it tastes Pleased with the taste it you notice it's frothing a bit more than usual <laughs> yes yeah it's probably extra bubbly um, so this is out of character, but like, if I wasn't playing a character who's supposed to be a loner, I would ask everybody their background history. That's what I was, I was getting to work on. I was uh, so uh, tell me about yourself. Hey, Jarnies. Well, as you know, um, my village was wiped out by those pirates that uh, you guys rescued me from. Oh, they they pirates really? They wiped out an entire village. That's that's a pretty tough band of pirates. I'm amazed uh, we were able to get out of there as smoothly as we were. Yeah, we didn't have many defenders in our village. I was one of the few. Well, uh, they must have saw some merit in you if uh, they took you alive. I would assume they were to take you to the fighting pits of Abelor, but there's no real telling what they do with live captors these days. Well, I put up a good fight and was the last one alive, so I guess that was uh, merit enough. Uh, well, forgive me if it's intrusive or... Um, a difficult subject. Uh, tell me uh, about your family. Uh, like, like, who were they? Were they, were they, uh, did they have money? Because, I mean, you're obviously well-armored, so somebody had to have funded you. Well, I just live with my wife and children. Um, working in the town mines, I made uh, quite a bit of money. So you use that, that, uh, that money from the mines to, to outfit yourself in, in armor? That's an interesting choice. Well, I guess if your town needed defenders, I would assume... Um, but it, pardon pardon my assumptions, but most uh, small town defenders or militia are very poorly armored. You seem to be very well uh, outfitted here. I know my way around uh, hammer and forge, so I craft most of mine my armor in my own. Oh, that's 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 very interesting. Um, hmm, did just color me impressed. I haven't met many uh, old oldish style tradesmen around most everybody uh uses the fancy new um automatic forges that 
The Armada has a few of them. They're not... I think they could use some design improvements. Uh, some of the input controls are a little wonky, and sometimes the, the enchantments don't come out just right. You know, you're looking for an axe of flame striking, and you get a hammer of smiting. There's no real telling um, what happens there, but you know. Uh, it does take a lot of the... Hmm, physical labor out of it, but um, yeah, that's that's very interesting. Um, and is like I just kind of like playing with my food. I haven't really ate a whole lot of it, even as he's been talking. I sort of been uh, sipping on the the beer a little bit. Um, before I I go to eat, like um, I sort of take off my goggles and my helmet and set them down on the table because at this point, like I said, I'm I'm pretty much covered head to toe. Like you can't even really tell like how big or small of a guy I am simply by all the shit I'm carrying. So, um, my character has sort of jet black hair. He's sort, it's sort of like, it's mostly a mess cause he had the hat on, but you can tell like before he put the hat on, it's probably like slicked back, like, like tight, you know, tight comb back. He's got helmet hair. Um, it's not, been, it's not been flattened that way. It's just sort of like, you could tell like he styled it before he put the hat on for some reason. It could be neuroses, could be just he doesn't realize that the hat messes up his hair. You're not really sure. Um, and he has, which you can sort of see, the start startings of like tattoos coming up the sides of his neck, but that's sort of lost into the armor and plethora of things. Um, I pull a small bottle of water out, or what looks like water, out of one of the pouches and I sort of wash my hands up before I start eating like mashed potatoes with my bare hands because I'm a crazy person behind you you'll hear a loud noise it's me belching and I get up and I approach the dwarf and put my one of my hands on his shoulder and um, from a pocket I pull out a dagger that's been like splintered into two pieces like the blades missing it's just like half of a blade that's like broken to pieces and I ask him if he can fix it Oh, I can fix that in a jiff. Uh, much obliged. May I leave it with you? Oh, sure. All right, thank you. And then I go and get more food. Why don't you sit next to us, lad? I don't mind him. He's not much for a conversation anyway. Well, you do know him, so. Yeah, uh, we went through most of Academy together. Uh, we're always in the same classes and stuff. So it just... When you build that sort of uh, aptitude in a combat scenario with somebody, you're just more comfortable with, you know, if I'm going to zig, I know he's going to zag. If, you know, a dart bounces off a wall and jabs an instructor in the neck, I know he's going to be there to stab him in the leg to make me look just as he, just as good. So, you know, it's that, that thing's uh, hard to replace, really. It's good I'm to have a good fighter at your back. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, Crash, was it? Uh, what happened to your, uh, mm, what's the word here? Uh, the people you're supposed to be bodyguarding, what happened there? Like, how did you end up in, uh, on that pirate ship? Well, the people that, uh, originally put me in here have been dead for a while. Um, okay. my soul, Crystal's been in here for close to 60 years but um the uh, most recent family member that I, I was supposed to be bodyguarding was unfortunately assassinated 
and uh, the next thing I know, um, they remove my crystal and I wake up on a pirate ship. So I'm not really sure uh, why, but I suppose my bondage is no longer is forfeited at this point. Hmm. Well, I mean, that is peculiar. I mean, if you ended up in pirate hands somehow after some sort of assassination, um, out of character, Glenn, uh, how much nefarious things do I know that pirates do? Is it outside of the, their normal, like, uh, role to assassinate somebody? Because that seems a pirate like- generally will not, but there are rumors of organizations that will. Okay, so let's just say nobles tend to disappear very conveniently. So, um, okay, all right. Hmm, that is strange, but I'm sure we'll find. I, I really, I don't know if we'll find answers. I don't. I you know whatever. Uh, well, at this point, uh, I've been released from my servitude, so I'm just looking for something to do. I mean, I'm just. I know. I don't know anything else. I was raised from a very young age and trained to be a bodyguard, and then I got shoved in this thing, and uh, which is fine, but I, I only have bodyguard training. Well, I tell you too what, uh, I don't have much pull around here, but uh, I probably could someday, maybe if I really felt like it. Um, I'm sure Iron Armada can always use extra fighters, and you've uh, by far proven your prowess. They haven't asked you to leave yet. Like you literally just walked into a top secret underground base. And no one asked for clearance or clarification on who you really were. So, until someone says otherwise, I guess you're good to hang out with us. Really. If you're you're welcome to. I would... Oh, I'd love to. Thank you. Alright. That's pretty cool. Alright. And I sort of, like, shout over to... Uh, now, uh, Nikolai, did you come, like, sit down with us or did you go back to your, your own table? Um, I always go back to my own table. I, I sort of shout over at you. I'm like, hey... They're gonna they're gonna hang with us for a little while. That cool? I, I grunt. Yeah, he's down. All right. Uh, so um, I'm pretty much done here. Uh, I sort of like walk over to the ta- uh, the um, like sort of I guess it, there would be like a short like one foot section of like desserts, and like I just like grab like a like a brownie or something. Uh, I bring it back by the table, scoop up my my hat and goggles, and I'm like. Nikolai, I'll show you guys to your rooms and sort of like shove the whole fucking brownie in my my face and then walk out the door towards my... Uh, hey, before you go, can I get another one of those crystals? Oh, of course. <laughs> and I, I, throw, uh, I throw you uh, three or four more of them. I'm much obliged, lad. No problem, buddy. <sighs> that's, that's a lot. Man. I head out the door. Alright, so I guess after he leaves, I look at that, both of you and I'm I'm like, I have no idea where the room is. <laughs> I know, it's almost like you should ask someone. We literally just got here. I have no That's idea what you're talking about. I plan on spending some time here. Are you all thinking about joining the core? Seems like they have uh, the right idea and uh, ideals I'd like to fight for. I don't have anything better to do. Well, I'm sure we can get you put in our unit, or what's left of it. This is a weird conversation to be having across the the cafeteria. It's not. It's not across. Hey, the you guys! Oh, I, did, I thought you were still over at your other table. It's, it's a table behind everybody else. Oh, okay, so you can kind of lean back. Like, I sit away because I eat like a goddamn animal, and I don't want people to get dirty. 
I hear you. That's very that's very courteous of you. And like I'm pretty loud when I eat, and personally, I hate people like when they're eating, and I can hear the eating noises. So I try to do people the courtesy of reducing that as much as possible while still maintaining a sense of kind of social inclusiveness. Gotcha. So anyway, uh, are y'all done? Like, you ready to go? Yeah, absolutely. I guess I've had enough beer at this point. I mean, you could take it with you, I guess. I'm sure. Oh, I don't think anyone's going to stop me from taking it. <laughs> take two or three more. Who cares? All right, so I guess uh, I look around for somebody who looks like they know where things are and ask for directions to the dorms. One of the guards standing along the wall doesn't even look at you, just places his hand on the wall and says, Bunks! A hovering, glowing line starts to lead you through the base. Alright, well thanks. So I guess we just follow the line. Well, isn't that something? Is there, uh, are there any, like... So I just have to tap the, the panel and say command? On the wall! Alright. Um, I tap the panel and say... Like a training room. A blue line splits off from the original one and goes in another direction. Alright, well, I'm gonna go get some training in. Y'all can do whatever you want, and I walk off. Clearly drunk, Hydarnes uh, heads towards the dorms. Alright. Nick, you find the training room okay. to be actually really, really well done, They're, to the point where they've even manipulated gravity to be twice the normal weight at one end. So is this like, wait, you manipulated gravity like in, like, how so? it's, this, it's the same trick that they use to make the ships fly. Just ah. in reverse. Are we uh, talking like hyperbolic time chamber type things? or like? Obviously they just put fluctuations in the elasma and pull on the, the uh, fault-tude lines in the um, atmospheric compounds. Actually well, it's roughly like equivalent to opening up the command console and just typing in weight equals two. Yeah, it just it, yeah. Okay. It, there, that's I well, was explaining how they did it. You just put it in layman's terms. I'm sorry. Do the um, does the doorway have a weapon blunter in it? It has training weapons. They look and feel just like real ones. They'll even cause wounds, but the wounds heal automatically and it cannot kill. So basically, right. if you get stabbed in the face, it feels just like getting stabbed in the face with no long term consequences. Hmm. Delightful. All right. Is there anybody else training in there? I'll hop in. Crash is with you. All right. Well, you get for a, a friendly spar. Absolutely. All right. Well, I guess we spar all night or whatever, however long we do it for. All right. All right. Uh, after I'm like, I just kind of wander aimlessly around the halls until like I'm in a hall that sort of doesn't have a lot of traffic, um, and then I go over to the command panel and I uh, double tap to open up the system menu. I guess. And I uh, say, uh, uh, records. Access denied. Uh, news. Access denied. They can't get news? Um, let's see here. Uh, I look around for an access panel. You don't see any. Can I, do I know, can I follow, um, sort of the, uh, the setup around to where I could tell there would be an access panel? You can trace the ley lines. However, when you open up the system menu, you notice that there's one that says settings. Hmm. Settings. Status in the dark. Status in the dark. Um. You know from previous experience, if you tap on that, it'll give you an explanation. All right. I, I double tap for explanation. Mm -hmm. 
a bunch of words pop up. It basically explains that once the attack started, the system was completely cut off from everyone else, hence why there is no news or any other uh, information. Mm, it's a closed circuit, okay. Exactly. Um, and not much information is known. Altair is probably explaining everything to them now. Okay, all right. So I, I still look for that control panel. Uh, and can I can I follow the ley lines to a control panel? Roll for Arcana. All right, that's a-okay with me. Because Arcana is my jam. Let's see here. How is a 30 for you? <laughs> All right. You pick out the 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 weave of the ley lines, and you manage to trace it back to what looks like the origin point. Okay. Uh, I look around for an obvious uh, observation crystal. There are none that you can immediately see, but you do notice a strange pattern of ley lines. Roll Dungeoneering. Okay. Obviously, it's trapped, but at least I'm trained in Dungeoneering. Uh, that's not very good. Oh, that was a 17. You do notice that the access panel has been magically manipulated to fuse it with the surrounding stone. However, you cannot figure out how to open said fuse. Mm, that's unfortunate. Hmm. You know, you didn't realize you could probably get through it with enough explosives, but that would probably ruin the whole point of this. Yeah, uh, let's see here. I I sort of, I go up to, I guess, the nearest control panel, and I go back to, uh, I say, um, computer. Now, not sure your rudimentary programming is allowed for this. Is it possible to copy files? Local files. I'm not looking for anything crazy. I'm looking for local public files. It opens up what looks like a folder menu. Okay. All right. So I, uh, I'm looking for um, any sort of like uh, because this is a this is a basically a hanger of sorts. So they would have files on uh, ship production, right? Yes. Okay. I would like to go into the folder with like uh, current like ships under construction. All right. It requests that you put in a password. Okay. Um, I <laughs> does it ask for a username or just a password? Just the password. All right. Because because I'm guessing, uh, Mr. John T. Uh, Burke, his password would be something like uh, like Stan with four A's. Password denied. Oh, all right. Um, tell me it's password. I try. I try. Uh, I try password. Capital P. It goes through. Shit. What is, <laughs> I'm like, what an idiot. All right. So I, I, I pull up the, uh, like, under construction menu, right? Like, uh, and then I find the biggest, coolest looking ship that's currently under construction. Well, you see there are three, or um, I'm sorry, there's four currently being constructed. Mm-hmm. The other two are still in their, like, early, early, early stages to the point where they don't have names yet. Okay. But the one that's nearing completion is the one you saw. It is the IA, not so subtle. Oh, that is just not not gonna do. That's not gonna do. That's not gonna do. So um, I I double click on that file <laughs> and I edit the name field. To, it's requesting another password. Uh, I try. Uh, uh, let's see. Pass one two three. Biometrics requested. Hmm. 
let's see. Let me. What looks like a handprint appears. Hmm. I uh. Oh shit! All right. Let's see here. Hmm. How do I get around this? Is there uh any other? Are there any exposed wires to the to the handprint panel? They don't use wires. Is there any exposed ley lines to the to the to the panel? Like something I could manipulate? There are some, but you know from experience that that is generally not a good idea. Well, I'm all about not good ideas. All right. Would you like to try and manipulate it? I would love to try and manipulate it. Roll for Arcana. All right. Come on, nat 20. Give me a nat 20. It's not, but it's an 18, so a 30. All right. So you managed to manipulate the ley line enough that it pulls up the uh, choice of names from a list. Oh, this is this is this is unacceptable. All right, what are my options? You have the not so subtle. You have the so much for subtlety. You have the kiss my ass, and you have the invincible. Wow. All right. Fine. I uh, before like the uh, I select the invincible on that one, and then I go to the next ship because I'm going to rename our entire armada right now. This is what's happening. All right. You going to double tap on it? Yep. Double tap. It has no name, and it has a blinking name entry. Okay. All right. This is where I'm going to enter. uh, hmm. You said how many more are there? There's four in total. You are on the second one. Okay. So on the second one, I'm going to input uh, the the SS Diablos. It would be IA. IA Diablos. As you close it? A giant notice suddenly pops up. Intrusion detected. All the lights immediately start blinking right around you, and an alarm goes off. I casually walk down the hallway in the opposite direction. All right. A hologram suddenly pops up next to you and says, Halt! What are you doing? Uh, finding my way to the dorms. Uh, which way is that? You are on the complete opposite side, and you were just messing with that panel. What did you do? Nothing. I was obviously just trying to access records. I was uninformed that there was a blackout, and I needed records from home because there was an attack, and nobody really told me about anything, and I just needed some information. I was just trying to get news, man, news, and he wouldn't give it to me, so I was just trying to get it. I thought there was an error in the panel, so I obviously uh, performed maintenance, which I am qualified for. You can certainly pull up my records. Roll for bluff. Well, I think I'd be bluff qualified to repair. Uh... Shit, bluff is really low. That's not bad. An 11? <laughs> he gives you a look, walks over to the control panel, waves his hand over it, and it immediately pops up to the menu you were just on. Yeah. I, so, I mean, that's... News. Yeah. That's news. He sighs and says, give me one moment, and winks out. Two seconds later, two holograms pop up. One of them is Captain Burke. Hey, he buddy. Look at what you're doing. And he goes, well... I did say you can name the next one, so we'll let that one slide. But no, we're switching the other one back. That's a terrible name, man. Just come up with anything else. Anything else other than what you have. Like, no, anything. we're going to go with it. You're you're retarded. That sounds like insubordination. I mean, you your password is password. I mean, what sort of special, special person uses password? What kind of person tries to block, break into top secret files? But no matter. Obviously, the person that appears. had broken promises. Another light appears that leads you back to the dorms. Just go to bed. We have something for you to do in the morning. Fine. And I head back to the dorms. Uh, 
I guess I, I sort of stumble into the dorms and find a uh, drunken dwarf in one of the bunks, and I take another one. I, t- I pick a top bunk, though. All right. Is everyone asleep now? Oh, yep. I guess those two are sparring. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, uh, I guess we spar for a couple hours and then take the side. That's that's enough training. I mean, yeah. I think you're tired of getting your ass whooped. Wow. I don't know. Like, I think I think it would probably be a pre- pretty evenly matched. Depends on who gets the first strike. Like, if if uh, Crash manages to deflect Nikolai's first strike, then he probably can outlast him. But if he doesn't manage to sort of like deflect that first strike, he's probably screwed. Like, it's probably how that goes. I would just like to imagine it that way in my brain space. Okay, it's in my brain space. All right. Yep. Sorry. Y'all good? Yep. All right. In the morning, you all hear a soft little chime, and a message floats in front of you, telling you to report to the main hangar. Oh, main hangar. All right. Of this main hangar, like they got thirty. Why does one have to be main? I don't understand the classification orientation of this organization. All right. Uh, is everybody awake, or is somebody still asleep, or deactivated? I'm still passed out, drunk. All right. I uh, I sort of walk over to Hydarnius and uh. Right. Hang on. Oh, sorry. You suddenly remember that there was an old little trick you could do back in the academy to wake up drunk people. You push a button, and he Uh-oh. gets electrocuted. Oh uh, no! I was I was I was going to do something similar to that, but that's fine. But yes, I I electrocute the piss out of him. What the hell was that for? Uh, it's a that's a tried and true hangover cure. That's what we call the uh, the Jarek Blast Four Thousand. Sure to cure any hangover from here to Alpha Centauri. You're all right, right? Knock it off, brush it off, rub a little dirt on it, whatever you know, you tough folk do. It'd be best if you didn't do that to me again. Well, I mean, hey, you didn't want to wake up. I I tried to do it gently, and you didn't. He didn't respond, so I mean, there's no need to really be hostile about it. Like, it was just a little shock. It could have been a lot of shock. You could give me another one, another one of those crystals if you want to make it up to me. Damn, man, I gave you like four or five. I'm gonna have to make more, man. It's not like just not, I just carry around tons of flavor of the beer like mead crystals on me. Oh wait, I did carry about half a dozen of those, didn't I? Yeah, I'll get on that, bud. Don't worry about it. I'll get you more. I slap him on the back and I. Uh... Oh yeah, we're going to the uh, main hangar. Do you want to come with me or? Ugh, what do they want? Let's go. I don't know. Is everybody else awake? I would assume so. I only rest for like two hours. All right. And I sort of uh, like crash. You coming? Absolutely. One second. I put away my little crystal recharge crystal. All right. Uh, how about Nikolai? Is he up? Is he even in the room? He should be. Uh, Berlin. I'm up to do more training. Okay. So I'm like, he's not there. I'm like, uh. He's obviously probably sparring. Does anybody know where the gym is? No? Nobody? Nobody knows where the I gym mean, is? I mean, I'm new to the ship. All right. Uh, if only there was some system in place to lead you I around. I know. So I go out there. I like. Uh, I tap on the thing. I'm like, locate Nikolai Albert. Uh, cadet number or what, what would his classification? We're not cadets anymore. What are we? Strike team. Uh, strike team. Strike team Charlie. 01-B. The green line lights up and leads off to your left. Alright, I follow the green line. And it takes you to the gym. There you see Sir Nick. Hey, buddy. They want us in the hangar. You ready? Um, like I'm in the middle of a fierce 
uh, sparring session with some other guy, and I don't hear you. I sort of, uh, I pull out a, I'm like, watch this one. This one's, this one's primo technology. I pull out a, what appears to be some, some parchment, and I funnel it into a cone. So I basically make a paper cone and stick it up to my mouth, and I'm like, Nicker, Kanger, let's go. It's actually pretty loud. Uh, the noise diverts my atten- attention for a second. I look over, and then I get... If I was, if this was real sword play, I would have been decapitated. So I fell to the floor, and now I'm angry. And I get up. And I'm like, you couldn't fucking wait. No, they want us in the hangar, man. You know how these guys get. They get all upset if you're later, you know, try and rename ships and stuff. I don't know. We should probably just go. I get up. I bow to the guy I was sparking with. Um, and head to the refreshment room and get dried off, whatever, like the whole shower spritz, dry, instant clean thing that they have going on. Get my equipment, and I guess I follow everybody else. Alrighty. So, uh, I sort of, uh, I do like the little form finger motion where I, I, I double tap and then twist because that's obviously the preset for main hanger, and it just sort of leads me on the way. As you enter the hangar, you see the IA Subtle, big as can be, and there you also see Captain Burke standing at attention and what looks like about eight heavily armored warriors. I walk up to uh, Mr. Burke. I'm like, uh, morning. Good morning. So there are the comrades and Jericho. Jericho. Welcome to your new assignment. What sort of weird amalgam is my name is that? I'm just fucking with you. It's, it's Jerk. Pop group now? It's Jerk. Let's go. What, what's up? How's it going? What's up, Burke? So, you guys are part of the strike team from the Hunting Eagle. Well, you're reassigned. That crystal you gave us led us to a new base for the enemy that we've been fighting. And who would that be? We don't know yet. They have appeared just recently. At first, it was just a bunch of shadow operations. But this new thing... The fire raining from the sky, that's them. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Well, you guys are about to do something more. We're going to take out that base with the help of our new friends here, the Juggernaut Golems. As one, all of the Golems snap to attention. How many do we see? Eight. Hmm. Eight of these. Is it enough? Each one stands about eight feet tall and has a sword just as big as they are. All right. I uh, I walk up to one of them. And I say, uh, uh, um, non-combat inspection. And I begin to sort of like peek in all the cracks and crevices. It stands perfectly still. You can see that there is an awfully large amount of magical energy put into this, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to be doing much of anything. Okay, so it's it's basically, uh, there's a lot of mechanical energy there. It's uh, it's, it is in fact a juggernaut. I I expect the the armor. Like, is it very well armored, or is it sort of, they sort of, more glass canny? You're pretty sure this thing could deflect a hit from, say, a point defense gun. That's impressive. Um, now the control center. Is there a uh, wireless or uh, a resonating crystal access point, or is it local commands only? Burke pipes up. 
They use a local network. We can give orders from the ship, or you can give them on the ground. And he hands out what looks like these blue little teeth. He says, put the, put these in your ear. They'll provide tele, telepathic communication amongst yourself, as oh, well as God. control over the juggernauts. We just got Bluetooth controls. <laughs> While Derek is inspecting his, I have approached one near the end, and I threw a punch at it. And it's, I'm assuming, has pretty good reflexes, so without... Like, it doesn't even no, bother to move. Oh, it doesn't. It just takes the punch, and it doesn't. Was, it doesn't shift at all. I was trying to test its reflexes. No, it does. Uh, it's it's in standby mode. It's not doing anything. Well, that's a shame. So, can, all right. Uh, can I approach one? Yep. I approach one, and I'm looking for like an access port where I can like analyze it. Uh, they don't have any as an anti-tampering device, but with the Bluetooth controller that you just got, you can uh, try remote access. Now, since you don't have an ear, it works a little bit differently, and Burke is explaining this to you. All you have to do is attach it to the side of your head, and it'll interface automatically. I take one out of my hand and chuck one over to him. I'm like, here, play around. And I sort of do the same to everybody else. This sort of cause I, Did he give us each one? Yes, each All of right. you has one. All right, so I, 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 I toss them to everybody. I'm like, you guys play around for a second. I'm like, I'll be with you in a second, Burke. Um, I, uh, I insert my Bluetooth device. I pair it with my golem, as you do. Um, as you enter the device, you have the extremely uncomfortable situation of having it suddenly expand and filling your entire ear before fading into nothingness. Oh, wow. That's really creepy. So now it's just... Is it still in my ear? It's still in your ear. Is it removable? Uh, Burke looks at you and goes, just tap it twice. I sort of tap it twice. It feels like something very heavy is leaving your ear, and the tooth falls back into your hand. Okay. All right. Well, I'll have to fuck with this later. So I put it back in. All right. So weird ear sensation. It's so much wait. faster this time since it's already attuned to you. Mm -hmm. Since it's installed on me, does that mean that I can just turn it on and off at will? Yep. Cool. I, uh, it kind of just adheres to you. So do I? Does it? Is it like a like a psionic interlink, or is it more of a like I have to voice commands? Psionics in this world work a little bit differently. It's based off of the soul, which remember is a very real concept in this world. Like you can measure souls. Okay, it's a, so it goes based off of that. Okay, all right. So, so it resonates with your soul frequency or some shit. Basically. All right. So I uh, I pull up security protocols. Um, uh, you see that it has some basic ones. It will not attack anyone who's registered as a member of the IA, for instance. Okay. And it's designed to heavily, heavily, heavily prevent tampering. Okay. Um, my concern is I'm looking for any way for someone that is not in the immediate strike force, whether that be from IA headquarters or not, override field commands. You can see that there are some overrides. For instance, the captain can override, but their range is too limited to do anything from long distances. Okay, that's all I cared about. I'm, I'm, I, I sort of look back over Burka. I'm sure they're quite combat effective, and uh, I assume you have. Lo you said you located this, uh, this uh, uh, headquarters of people. We believe so, and it'll be a good first trial run for the Juggernaut units. So these have zero field field experience. They're just at a prototype stage, but you aren't taking this base by yourself, so better get used to it. 
Well, obviously, I don't want to take it by myself. That seems crazy. And tactically unsound. So, alright, uh, well, what ship are we taking? The IA Subtlety. Okay, and who is in charge of this mission? Three guesses. Me. I'm gonna guess Captain Burke. He looks at Hydernius, and you would be correct. He's Burke the jerk, maybe. <sighs> alright, well, you know what you're getting into, right? Yep. Now get on board, we leave in an hour. Alrighty. And so, I head on board. Hour and a half later, you guys are cruising across the desert. Alright, um, okay. Whereabouts in the ship are you? I'm... I'm hanging out on whatever the most exposed observation deck is, so like... Like, uh... The observation deck. Yeah, well, there's if there's more than one, like, I want to be on the biggest one. Preferably one that has open air. Uh, there's no open air access, since that would be a little too easy to board. There is, however, a room that projects like a holographic uh, environment around it. Oh, that's no good. That's like the, the, the feel of the sand blasting me. So, um, I guess I'm just, I'm just chilling wherever, uh, I guess if there's a command, is there a command deck? There's the bridge. There you go, the bridge. That's, that's, I'm just kind of chilling in the background on the bridge if they let me in. Yep. You see, there's a whole bunch of consoles. All of them are manned. There's holographic displays all over the place. And Captain Burke is sitting in his chair right smack dab in the middle of it. And um, I'm taking note of what all of these 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 panels are for. Like, I assume uh, most of my training was in um, was in strike force, not so much in operations, I would assume, that, that I get clearer. Yep. So um, I am taking this time to study and note what all the panels do. Um, so that if I were to ever have the opportunity to say hijack somebody's control panel, then I would know how that that station works. For the most part, they're a little too complex. There's a lot of floating runes all over the place. You do recognize a few that look like targeting platforms for the various weapons, and you definitely recognize the control panel for the strike team coordination. Okay. Well, I'm I'm I guess because we have. However long the travel time, I'm going to spend the entire travel time, like, discerning what those panels and those runes do. Like, right. as much time as I can spend watching them, I'm going to. Like, and it, I'd say, I think it's fair to say at some point, like, I probably, like, get a little too close up into somebody's business, and, like, Burks, like, gives me the stink eye, and I go, like, kind of back up a little bit. That would be a fair assessment. So, that's, that's what I spend my time doing. Now everybody else can explain what they do. Do the rest of you have a preference on where you are? I would like to be speaking to Marcus's character. I can't even remember his name. Hydrarnes. That's why. There you go. <laughs> That's fine. Hydrarnes. All right. Yeah, you guys do. Yeah. All right. So I've. I'm assuming there's like, just some like hangout room, like a lobby or something, right? There is a small like recreation room type deal. But All due right. to the information blackout, the equivalent of a television set is an operational. Okay. There is well, something I... like chess there, though. Okay. It doesn't really matter where we are, I guess. It's just... Do you have a preference where we are, Marcus? No. All right. So I've cornered him because I wanted to ask him about the dagger I gave him. So... Um... I should grab a seat wherever. Well, actually, Dan, there's a... Uh, you can head down to the Golem room if you'd like. They have some stuff for you there. Wait, I'll head down to the Golem room. All right, so 
I guess Hydranes and I are having a conversation. Um, thank you again for um, agreeing to repair my dagger. Oh, of course. Here it is. Wow, that was that was a lot quicker than I <laughs> than I was expecting. You had just some spare materials on you. Yeah, I had some uh, some iron and uh, forged it back up real quick after we left the uh, the mess hall last night. All right. Um, normally, I wouldn't have asked you to do this for me. It's just I can't can't ever find somebody who can handcraft uh, weaponry anymore. And this oh, I was understand. this was a uh, a gift that was given to me by somebody very dear to me, and uh, they're no longer living anymore. So. It was important to me for it to be prepared properly. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I definitely put my best work in this. Well, again, I appreciate it. Thank you. Do you have any family remaining, or is everybody you knew unfortunately passed away? Yes, I was the last one remaining. Um, do you, would you ever try to go back and re restart your town, I guess? Reconstruct, rebuild? Um, I'd rather just leave that in the past. It's kind of hard to think and talk about that kind of stuff. I understand. That's the reason why I'm here as well. I figured at least uh, with the IA here, we'd uh, be able to find a new a new outlook on my life, I guess. That's respectable. I can understand that. So you said uh, you're a paladin? Yes, I am. So what does that involve? You, you channel magic? Um, yes, I have direct access to the um, to the god, whatever his name is. I forget. Okay. The Bright Father. Ah, yes, the Bright Father. That's him. Was he a central figure of worship for your town, your village? Yes, that was our deity. Yeah, keep in mind you can literally talk to him. Well, is that so? Are the the people from your town like? Solely the ones that were able to speak to him, or was this something that nope. everybody? Anyone, anyone who goes to a shrine can do it. Uh, but Marcus, you do know that right before the attack, no one was able to speak to him. He was silent. Yes, I haven't heard the the father in quite some time. You need to be in a shrine to speak with him, or can you speak to him anywhere? Um, you generally have to be in a shrine. Some of the clerics and paladins are capable of doing it, but only sometimes. Was there like a catalyst you need? Is that the reason why you have to be in a Yeah, you, you have to get like ley lines and stuff set up. He's the source of all magic. Alright, is he the only deity? Only one that's the only one that you guys know of. Okay. Alright. So there's no other like there's no other worships for anything, because he's just he's so obvious that everyone just goes with it. Okay. Fair enough. He's the sun, remember? Uh, I didn't remember, but thank you. Yeah, for he's me. that he's that giant glowing thing in the sky. Okay. Um. So, what about yourself? Are you just a average warrior? Well, um, I used to be um, a hunter um, from the village I came from. Um, but it was raided one day while um, everybody was out hunting and destroyed. Um, my fiance um, had given me this dagger. Um, for good luck while out on the hunt. So I've kept it with me um, pretty much ever since. Um, all of the males that were out hunting had nowhere to go afterwards, so we all kind of went our separate ways, and I ended up in a mercenary company. Um, a couple of them, to be to be honest. Uh, anytime 
there was a losing conflict. Most of whatever company I was with uh, was destroyed, and I just joined the victors, and it was that way, and that's how I got to the Iron Armada. Just kept moving on. Up. How did the daggers of yours come to be sundered? Um, a couple years ago, um, during a life-or-death situation, I had lost my my swords, and I had pulled the dagger out in self-defense, and as I went to parry the an attack, it shattered, and I I used the broken blade to slice open the attacker's throat and managed to survive. So I guess that, that blade was awfully lucky after all. Yeah, it used to have a description on it, but I'll, I can get it re reinscribed some other time. Yes, unfortunately, forging it had to go over that inscription. I do apologize. I understand. It's not a problem of yours. Oh, so what do you think about this big mission we're doing? Well, I'm excited to get back into the fray. You live for combat as well? Well, I'm not uh, exactly bloodthirsty as yourself, but for a just cause, yes. I used to be innocent like you. Uh, Just the years of combat have dulled my sense of morality, I suppose. I would imagine uh, ripping through as many corpses as you, that would happen. I gotta be honest with you. It used to be fun, but now it's kind of boring. Like, I don't feel the same rush or or enjoyment out of it anymore. It's just a means to an end. Huh. Alright, let's pass it on to Dan. That sounds like a good place to end that conversation. Alrighty. I assume you guys were done. I think you guys were just kind of trying to figure somewhere to go with that. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. All right, Dan, you're AR in the, uh, it's like an armory, but also like a miniature workshop. It's got a lot of the uh, auto forges around it. And you see each of the juggernauts is currently hung up on like a rack type deal. And there's room for a lot more of them. Probably you estimate about 30 total. Wow. The main armor is there. And he sees you approach. He goes, ah, Warforged, we haven't had one of your kind here in a while. Greetings. So are you here for an upgrade or just some repairs? Well, I don't seem to have taken very much damage, but I definitely use a diagnostic. Um, Any upgrades that you could install that would benefit me in the coming fight would be wonderful, too. All right, let's take a look. He kind of waves his hand in front of you, and what looks like a screen pops up. Oddly enough, it's not mirrored on your side. It reads the same from both directions. Nifty. He goes, hmm, I haven't seen this model before. GRA99L3R? What? Yes. I, what is that? Uh, it's a, a grappler model. It's more of a, a civilian class. Um, civilian class rig, more than anything else. Mainly for uh, private use in uh, police or bodyguarding. Ah, a lot of town watches. Yeah, a lot of local town watches use them, though. Okay. Yeah, we don't see those too much here. We tend to prefer hard-hitting and fast. But this one's specs seem far beyond what civilians should have. Well, I belong to a very rich family. We'll leave it at that. Ah, nobles. Can't live without them, can't live with them. And can't, li- can't live out your life peacefully if they're dead. Too true. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't look like anything I can forge up real quick will do anything. Uh, let me try this, though. He kind of grabs some tools and runs around to your back and starts hammering and tinkering and all that. You feel a slight tingle in your back, and he goes, all right, let's give this a shot. 
he pushes a button and you suddenly find magnets have clamped you into the metal on the ship and you're basically able to use the same launch platforms that the golems can use. Hot damn. Um, Master Archer, I have a question for you. Go ahead. Is there any way for you to rig up uh, a new vision, vision spectrum for my helmet? Uh, my last objective was thwarted by an assassination that took place because I couldn't see in the dark. Uh, I might be able to rig up something, but don't expect anything too big. No, no, maybe something infrared where I can see, you know, body temperatures. I'll give it a shot, but I'm not big on the combat enhancements. Do you know anyone, like another artificer, who might? No, I mean, I've been out, uh, out of the game long enough. I have no idea how long I've even been turned off. Huh. Yeah, this is kind of the uh, domain of a field specialist. Mm, well, I think we... I think the, the, the person who freed me actually is a field specialist, so I'll ask him. All right, keep in mind you have a communicator, so you can just kind of telepathically talk to him. Okay. I'll just do that. All right. Oh, they, they gave you one of the field communicators. I wasn't ready for that. Uh, <laughs> what is the, what is that button? Oh, no, I'm sorry, sir. I'm going to sit back down in the back. Uh, yeah, what's up, Crash? What's going on? Hey, uh, just out of curiosity, is there any way you can retrofit my helmet with something with maybe infrared vision on it? It might help us a lot in combat, especially if we do like a night strike. Hmm. I can see... Here's the problem. I can see the uh, effectiveness of such a tool. The problem is certain wavelengths of light and current... Uh, Anything that would be lightweight enough and powerful enough to let you see any sort of distance is only going to have a limited use. Like, it would probably um, only work for short durations and would take some time to recharge the energy. So, um, I could definitely work on something. Um, now, I th I like the idea. I have the idea. Uh, I think I could retrofit, like, a pair of goggles that would work with your optics as well as work with standard humanoid uh, visual pattern, so I might be able to come up with something for the entire strike team. It would take me time, though. That's fine. It didn't have to be for this mission. I'm pretty sure this mission is not, you know, uh, at night, but it's just something that would help me, seeing as it was the proximate cause of death of my last employer. All right, all right. Um, let me see if I can come up with something. Um, I don't have uh, a lab like I did before my academy days, so. Uh, I, what I can do is I'll write up some specs and I'll send them to the uh, the ship's artifice and see if he can get you know production underway. So, um, <clears throat> how long do you think it'd take me to come up with those specs? I think I could probably do it in an hour. About that. So uh, I write them up and I um, so I, I write I jot those down and sort of like. I think it's safe to say I have like this bundle of sort of ideas and plans written down, and I. Uh... Well, real quick, roll for Arcana. All right, you want me to roll for Arcana? See how effective this thing is. Yeah. All right. Wow, that's probably the worst Arcana roll I've I've rolled. It's a sixteen. <laughs> okay, uh, it takes you about an hour, but you do manage to get the notes up, and you send it down to the artifice. In the meantime, Dan, you've just been kind of hanging out among the golems, checking out what they've got. Right, right. And all of a sudden you hear a, like a tone, and the artifice looks over to his workstation and pulls up the notes. They look incredibly complex. Huh. These are interesting. Uh, I think he forgot to carry a two. 
and forgot how to add. But let me fix some general mistakes and we'll see what we can get forged. How dare he? Can he not appreciate the genius there? I'm I'm too smart to deal with basic engineering. One plus one is clearly five. It's just the minor numbers don't matter. It's the overall concept that's important here. He walks over to one of the auto forges, and what looks like a bunch of like robotic arms start flying out and assembling as he manipulates a bunch of levers and occasionally will reach out and punch something. Hmm. I'll give these a try. And he hands you what looks like a pair of glasses. Alright. You can see what looks like thermal vision, but it only goes out a few feet. Mm-hmm. Specifically three squares. Perfect. Thank you very much. This, this might actually come in handy. Not a problem. I'll see if I can churn some out for everyone else. Uh, let's see. Your artificer, he wears goggles, right? Correct. Alright, I'll see what I can do. Alright, is that it for everyone? Anyone else got anything to add? Um, Dan's, uh, Dan's, uh, idea for, or, sorry, Crash's idea for thermal, uh, specs has got me back in the mood to, like, doodle down ideas and designs in my, uh, in my quote-unquote notebook, my, my little black book of ideas, so, um... Like I, in between looking up and watching them input commands, like because I assume there is some downtime. So when they're doing that, I'm, I'm uh, writing down plans for something we will discuss later. Okay. Anyone else? Nope, that's it for me. All right. Suddenly the combat alarm begins to sound, which, as Nick and Brent know, signifies that you guys are approaching your zone that you need to fight in. I sort of uh nonchalantly like roll the parchment back up put it back on my things like take the uh the quill or pin or whatever and place that away and sort of knock some of the some of the dust off my sleeve uh, well all right let me go i'll go get everybody it's fine don't worry about it it's combat time well (laughs) all of you feel what's what's a bit like a telepathic knock on the door through your communicator and you all know that you need to head to the ready room Make way to the ready room. All right. So uh, I sort of, because I'm not going to head right to the ready room. I'm going to see if I can, like, meet up with as many of my comrades as possible on the way there. So, like, uh, like we'll say Crash sees me walking towards him as he's headed well, to on, the ready room. Real quick. What? As you leave the bridge, okay. you see out the window what looks like the top of a mesa. Oh, interesting. All right. I'll continue. I, uh, I... I just whoever is closest, so we'll say I guess we'll say crash. Like you, you see me like walking towards you as you're walking towards the ready room. I'm like, I guess it's time for a little action. You ready? Ready as ever. Huh. Dan, you hand them their goggles. I do. Unlike you guys, you know this. I wish there was better ways to do this, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Strike team, blah, 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 important missions, blah, 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 safety of the people. What exactly is this mission? Uh, we're supposed to be taking care of some... Undesirable? Undesirables is a good way to play it. Uh, take care of that base of operations. Now, if they have something as advanced or as powerful to rain down crystalline creatures from the sky, 
their base is probably well fortified. And even with these new Juggernaut models, I worry that uh, we're sort of walking into a situation where we're well over our heads. And the Iron Armada and their, I kind of look around, leadership, and I do air quotes when I do that, leadership, um, tend not to think so highly of that. So, ah. but, um, as so seek and destroy. Yep. As our heroes head towards the to mission control, it's a good place to stop it for this week. So if you want to hear what happens next, make sure to tune in next time on RPG Show Presents Shadows of the Iron Armada. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you later.